0: Hello everybody, what a big couple of weeks it has been in football, to quote uh, Eddie Maguire from the (laughs) footy show, what a big week it's been in football, I love that, I would not go to bed on a Thursday night after the Sydney footy show, then Nightline and then I would have to watch Eddie Maguire, what a big week it's been and Sam Newman's first... Yeah, son, son.
1: Uh, the coal miner would know all about that because
0: yeah. uh, that was
1: your bread and butter for a long big in, time. Big in the coal mining household, yeah, back in the uh, in the 90s, one of the great shows. Sean Omar Joel Cain, hello to you. How Daniel, are how are good. you? <laughs> Jim, you you, you you're cracking jokes, aren't you? Oh,
0: he, that Crack, was good. He's no, I used to do yeah, it. Yeah, I used to do a really good. good Sam Newman, not more. <laughs> you know what, love him or hate him, I reckon he's great talent. I th- His performance at the Warren Funeral Yeah. Suggest he is still close to the well, almost the biggest star on. Oh, I think for a while was the biggest star on Australian television. Like yeah. had surpassed sort of Ray Martin, and we don't really have those big, maybe Hamish Blake these days because of his Lego show. Yeah, I'll tell you who's not the biggest star. Piers Morgan, I've never seen a PR campaign like it. Ratings came out for the first show with the. It was they were fine, but they do not justify the one hundred thousand dollar a month billboard. Wow. At, and Is that him with the gaffer tape over yes. there? Yes, over the <laughs> silos on the Anzac Bridge. I My- that one. Hey? Have they got that? Yeah. Billboard? Why is there not a get them on side? I think get them on side should be yeah. one month only, uh, $100,000 for a month over the silos at Anzac Bridge. That I should thought be he was going to say on the back of every Bresco. <laughs> now, that would be our demographic. Yes. That would be our demographic. Did we play two up? I think it's one of the lowest games ever created, but that's me. Oh, that's a Bambi. That is a Bambi, isn't it? Oh, I should okay. have saved it. It's... First, I, I, here's the thing. Here's why it worked for the Diggers, yeah. because they lived with honour. Yeah. There's no honour at the Coogee Bay Hotel when everyone's pissed at four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and the bloke that yelled tails, yeah, you yeah. got to try and get to the other he's side of the pit. And he's done a runner. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a low game. Can't. The Diggers never did it no. because they were there for each other. Uh, so that gets me out of a little jam. How was your weekend, Joel? Well, tell, me, tell me about your experience calling... Uh, With your kids at the SCG on Uh,
2: Monday. What a great moment. Great father-son moment. Yeah, fantastic. So the boys, four kids, the two boys come up for a short period of time, and there's a reason there's a short period of time. It was late and intentional, let me tell you this. So calling the football for SCN, and the plug for Triple M, Dan, you call for Triple M and Fox as well. Yes. Um, So calling for SCN, and there's a big moment about to happen, Dragons on the attack, right? So here I am calling the game, and then my 11 and 12-year-old, right, break out into a fight right next to me, right, over a chair. So I'm calling the game and pinching and pulling and almost grabbing the other one and dragging them off whilst I'm calling the action. Mate, it was that was under siege but anyway but hang on, uh, why are they not watching the game because something that had happened about a chair Paxi goes to sit on a chair and now she does the old pulls it before he sits there that's, that's the
1: quintessential mm. brother fight that one yeah, over yeah, a chair, yeah. So oh, a chair. And,
2: and they're just into it bang and this is, you know what probably got into their mind moments before just below us big uh, fight brought in the crowd <laughs> is, is that right so they've gone okay monkey see monkey do yeah. so I'm trying to contain this call while these lunatics are bashing
1: the drive Mm. out of each other. Was it a fight similar to what we saw at Suncorp? With, uh, didn't he get a hiding? Have you seen that one during the rounds? Yeah. Didn't that, that was a tough
0: one to talk about because the guy Mm. deserved a a whack. He didn't deserve that. I mean, he could have died. No. But, I mean, it was a fearsome punch. Yeah. But I reckon, this is unpopular
2: because everyone's, oh, it's the Australian way, and he did... The bloke who spoke was an absolute egg, an absolute pork chop, un-Australian... We don't aflo- use
0: that term enough, an no, egg. But he was.
2: And so I thought enough was just to embarrass the tripe out of him. Yeah, give him a bit of a push as if to get out there. Mm. But, mate, in this day and age, you we don't have to go can't. snot on the Vera Lynch. What if he dies?
0: That's right. And and that bloke could throw him. That bloke had technique and And then he goes and power. twice. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was a hero play for me. Yeah, in this because the night. crowd cheered. The crowd
0: didn't, oh,
1: because yeah. the cr- yeah. yeah. they were pissed as well. Yeah. When he stood up with the jersey tucked into the jeans, you knew, don't mess with him. Could have been Chuck Norris. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, anyway.
0: but I, I did love that out of all that, he was okay. Thank God. That was the main thing. But he did get a $1,600 fine. The bloke who got whacked yeah, yeah, yeah. for being a galoot. Yeah. Yeah. That's Queensland. That's, oh God, I love that. Actually, state. you need to watch I him. Again. I love Queensland. Um
2: Queensland. <laughs> Fletch made a very good point. He said, there was another bloke there like t-shirt? Yeah, he clearly didn't. No, no, he's like a. He had a Broncos shirt on, oh, okay. but he clearly didn't want anything to do with it. Then the bloke comes over the top and goes bang bang, so the other bloke's completely out of it. So then he gets in. Right, on, out, get out, mate. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know the, the big courage just comes up after that. Just on the coins. For, did you keep them? We need them this week. Have you had a look at the the tipping this week? How do you possibly tip? Rabideau Seagulls, how do you possibly tip Warriors versus Raiders, a team who gets beat by 60 uh, are getting one point start, and how do you possibly tip the Dragons and the Tigers? We need those
0: coins. Well, we're paid to tip. Look, we're paid to come up with some sort of expert analysis, and we're coming off a half-decent week for the first time this year. Don't be underselling us. We're on the rise. But let's get to some of the big topics of the
1: week. Sean, what has got got you fired up this week? Well, I'm I'm a little bit lost as to why there's a few coaches under pressure. Now, the first four or five weeks, it was all about Madge. And it's funny, you know, you two blokes are in the media. I, I still can't believe how much power that the media sort of exerts over which coach is under the most pressure, which coach is going to be fired. Now, Madge was under the most. They could have been, well, they probably could be four and three right now. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. They they, they, they bombarded the Warriors. Yeah. There was two games where they should have won. Titans, they should have won. Let me just go through the list of coaches who I think should really be under the pump. And we're not about getting coaches sacked and whatever, but we haven't heard a, a word spoken about Trent Barrett, really. Should be really turned up. For what I'm just comparing this to what Madge went through for yeah, a yeah, month. Yeah. Uh, Trent Barrett, sticky. Uh, there's something going on down there that I, I can't work out. Um, Justin Holbrook. What the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, I think there? it's time we not, started. Not a peep. I think we started looking at but don't forget that
0: Tigers move the needle in terms of um, attention and yeah. ratings. Canberra doesn't, not in Sydney, and uh, Gold Coast certainly doesn't. You're right about Canterbury. Yeah. You're right about They're underperforming.
1: They're severely underperforming, but I, I can't remember a time where there's been. So I've got five written down here that, are, that that are really under the pump. Adam O'Brien, Nathan Brown, and we haven't heard, we haven't heard a peep out of it. Mm. So, yeah. Well, Joel, th- you have a theory about this because I think the
0: coaches that play the the media like a banjo get a little bit more of a rails run. Ricky, Ricky's. I think you're going to say someone else. I think Ricky's the best, the best at, yeah.
1: at playing the media. And Barrett's got Gus.
2: Mate, it is it Harry. is
0: half the job,
2: right? So, and and this is me talking about a mate, but his stats supported himself. Stephen Price, who I've got no doubt is comfortably in the top sixteen coaches in the NRL. I've got no doubt Anthony Seabold is also in the top sixteen coaches in the NRL but they butchered the media chat. They absolutely butchered it. Stephen was the assistant coach doing the defence for Wayne Bennett. 2010, they break a long, long drought. Defensive coach for Shane Flanagan for the Sharks. Long, long drought. Defensive coach now at the Sharks, look what they're doing. He's a great coach. Some of these coaches, they are just brilliant at handling the media. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. As a coach, you can study as many tapes as you like. Coaches who are under the pump, go and study your Nathan. Nathan Brown is an immortal when it comes to press conferences. Yes. He is. He he, mate, he, he got know, I like Brownie, right?
0: That's, I, not I a think very, that's not a very good team, though. That Warriors, Warriors team is not very good. That's not a very good team. They're not 70 to 10 bad, but they're not very good. Sean Johnson, Adam for Noah Blake. Mate, the well, leader. when he's there, Adam for Blake, he's
2: missing. But, but anyway, it's not a shot at Brownie. He, I think he's a very good attacking coach. He desperately needs a defensive coach. Yeah. His career figures defensive are through the floor. Mm. And and I was having a chat with the mate, and we actually, like mate's with Brownie, so we're not playing favourites or whatever else, but it's an issue. But he's so good, the Brown, at handling mm. the media, and it buys you time, and it gets mm. you jobs. It gets you job interviews. It gets you, you win the job interview.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, so important Dick. But that's with every sport in the world. I've got to say, on Ricky's behalf, he's lost his hooker and he's lost his halfback. That's that's tough for anyone to overcome, but clearly... He lost his hooker and halfback. The West Tigers started the year without
2: Adam Dewey and Jackson Hastings. No one gave them any respite, did they?
1: No, no. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, but they came in under the pump. So then you lose your first one, you lose your second one. The, the, the momentum is already built. The, to finish on a positive... You're not wrong, though. To
2: finish on a positive, and you can turn things around. What Todd Payton's done at the Cowboys. Worst right. defence in the competition in his first year. An-
0: another Joel mate you're going to pump no, up. We'll Go mate, on. No, second it's best best pump up the Joel's point. mates this podcast. <laughs> second best... De- well, Brownie's one of my mates.
2: Um, second best defence in the comp going into round eight. And this is a litmus test this week, but it's a great turnaround.
0: Now, save your topic for later because uh, you had a good crack there. That was very nice. I'm gonna now this also could be Bambiesque. I believe this should be the last year of the Viking Club for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I, I think they're running out of people to blow the horn to mm. be honest. <laughs> they're, they're, so so straight away that not a great sign. Two, <laughs> I think it's being mocked to the point now where it's almost embarrassing mm. um, And I would if I was running the Raiders or if I had an influence there I would say, Save it now for the big games, home finals, and say... I like that. Round 22 against Melbourne, and we're playing for a spot in the eight. That's... Everyone, Viking clap game. I have no problem with what the Penrith fans did. Remember, Canberra stole this off the Minnesota Vikings, who stole it off the Iceland football team. (laughs) So so it's not their property. Okay? It's a wonderful thing. I love it. I loved it at the grand final. I've loved it since the, the whole time. But I think... Six o'clock game on a Friday night against the Gold Coast. Pushing the pass? I think just now we've reached that point where we don't necessarily... It's just starting to lose its luster. The Horn's definitely got to go. Hey, can I give you a hypothetical? And it, it could happen. Let me tell you this.
2: Moreton Bay Daily Stadium, right? Raiders take on the Warriors. Reese Walsh scores. There's 12 minutes to go. Warriors up by 14. Warriors fans. <laughs>
1: What? All eight of them <laughs> <laughs>
0: at Redcliffe? Could a tight shot?
1: Could you see? But you could see that happening, I'd couldn't love, you? I'd love yeah. to see it. I'd love to see it. You and could see it being a weekly thing, couldn't and you? The Penrith fans have sort of copped a bit of hate for doing it. Absolutely, they should be doing it. That's what fans. They like, got yeah. swept up in the in the market. So
0: Canberra can rile up a crowd. Yeah. And I love the Canberra fans. they my because they don't yeah. they they don't mind me. So I don't <laughs> I don't cop it. I cop it from them the least of any set of fans. So I like them. Um, but if they're okay to dish it out, but what I can't. No. Oh, it's an insult. But who was the journalist? And I don't know who it was, so it could be a friend. I, I could, you know, I don't want to go down Joel Avenue and just worry, you know look yeah. after friends and whack whack. I, I just gave Brandy a serve. Well, mate. you say he's your friend. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, not now. Imagine Ricky. They got beaten thirty-six to six in the, the one of the biggest pummellings I've ever seen. Not on the scoreboard, but. And someone asked him about the Viking clap. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> me R- Ricky, the, res- the, res- the, the regard action of Ricky not to not to blow up,
2: really blow up. Can I just say, that if Canberra, if you haven't done it, I love the rivalries. I think it's so healthy for the sport, crowds, etc. Mm. But Canberra, please tell me, just in case you beat them later on in the year, a late try scored by Canberra. Please play the panther growl at your team school. Yes,
0: they have to have that. Yes, cute yes. Up,
2: don't they?
0: I. Lo- that's a great idea.
1: You have to. I don't like the odds of no but doing got that. In case. How does it go? Give us a growl. <laughs> 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 yeah, they have to uh, have that cute. Uh, I've never heard of panther, but I'm not sure they sound like. That. <laughs> Let's get to last week's winners.
0: This is where we discuss our best bets. None from three. So. Uh, I have to wait 10 seconds for the graphic to kick in, but as soon as it's ready, let's go to the leaderboard. Now we can, we can marinate in this. So I think for the first time, any of us have, are in positive figures. We all got five out of eight against the line. Pretty good going.
1: Not bad. Pretty Seems good. A few yeah. fives, you've he been, he been seeing them, right? Yeah, what about... I've I think t- we I've had, I've had a
0: lot of fours amongst us, particularly you mm. two. I've really struggled this year. I've got a tip in each game, right? And
2: what about the start of the week? So I tipped total match points unders, which was the Canterbury Broncos game. at 14 points to six. It's 38 and a half. Yeah. After 55 minutes, there's a flurry of tries. My next tip was the Sharkies 13 plus. Oh, no. I didn't even watch the second Oh, half. no. Can you believe that? 13 plus with the sharks. We've
0: had some bad beats, let's oh.
2: be honest. If,
1: if Manly if Manley had a chin me again, uh, in terms of just a silly late play, and I know though it was a huge comeback, but the way that game finished, it was like I was it was, to quote Alex Ferguson, it was it was squeaky bum time yeah. at Ormard HQ. But thankfully they we well, got. What was there. your bet? Uh minus. Minus seven and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, good bet. All right, so uh,
0: good weekend for all of us uh, as we now get to the funnest part of the show. All right, now I'm going to pull out, which is rare. I, I'm going to give the Viking clap and Anzac Day's two-up as my Bambi, so I've already fired yeah, well, my they, they were worthy. Anzac Day. Well, I've yeah, used that up. on a... Here's the problem. I've used it on a few platforms, so I'm sorry. You've got... You know, I've sucked the marrow out of yeah. out of that. So <laughs> instead of a nice roast, it started as a nice roast and now it's just down. a bone.
2: Bu- Hit me. Hit me. Bang. Okay, right on the chest. Bang. I'm going to go similar to you. Not the two up, but I love Anzac Day and the festivities. Not the festivities, the ceremonies that come around with it. Thursday. It was oh, it Monday. thank you. Thank okay. you, Joe. So I, I, thank you. Thank you. I think we dilute... And the importance of the Monday by going through the bugle and all that sort of stuff on the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday. It's good areas. Oh, it's perfect. I, I, I think we need to do something to acknowledge it's Anzac round if you want to go down that path, but not the whole hog. I've got, we've
0: got to save that for the day, which is the Monday. Do you know what's interesting? So I, I said this on Saturday morning, right? Because I think we're all thinking it, but no one wants to say it. Yeah. And I thought I was tired. I thought, f- bugger it. I'm going to say it. Let's see. What, not one person rang and said, you disrespectful. Yeah. I think everyone's on the it's same page. not wanting page to y'all. be disrespectful. It's more to be even more respectful you, of such a that, great that, day. That, that SC, and I've got to be honest, I don't see the Melbourne one because I'm always coming home from the SCG. stuck So I always miss the Melbourne one, which looks amazing whenever I see it on the highlights with the lights and with, with, with the dark. But the SCG one is the one. Yeah. Right, that's the best 10 minutes in sport of the year And when you hear that bugle for the first time It is just
2: hair raising stuff When you've heard it five times It's still outstanding But you just lose You agree? I agree i tell you now I've, I've, It's dawned on me I'm numb from seven at the line with the Roosters I just keep falling into the trap Will they get there, won't they? And I jump off them at the wrong time Have we finally realised why Trent Robinson Played Cooper Cronk in that grand final? The game management Yeah Okay. Yes. Is, is yes. that is that what we've realised? Are they running with two number sixes? Have they fallen into the tiger syndrome? Is that why we're mm. not going to see the best out of the Roosters? I don't I, they, they were there. I'd
0: give. I'd still give them a bit of time, Joel. Yeah, they but, always start slow. But no pun. Chooks with their heads off in that Anzac the game. They were all over the shop. They should have won that game. Oh, of course. They, they had should've. the Dragons on toast in that second half. Of course, night. they did. Uh, i quickly. Daniel Tupo, We all agree that was a sin bin. Of course, yeah. it was. I, I said in the call live, it was a reflex with the first viewing, I don't know what you thought, because it was on the other side of the ground, and it was he was wrong-footed, so bang. But the, the moment you see that first replay, how do you not sit, it, yeah. there's force behind the tackle. How yeah. do you not, how was the bunker bloke not booted? Adam G did nothing wrong. No, the referee this, did nothing wrong there. That, that, Dan, this
2: is the thing. Adam G is clearly one of our best referees, because he was given the biggest game of the round. Yes. The best players in the comp make very big clangers. He made a mistake. He
0: missed it, right? The bunker should have got it. He doesn't deserve to be dropped. You don't, you don't drop the bloke. But, Joel, I think it gets to a dropped. point... I understand, I'm, and that's what I'm talking about. He gets dropped, the bunker bloke. Yeah. He's the mate. He's the bloke that makes the error because once it goes upstairs, once the bunker says I'm going to have a look at this, it is no longer in Adam G's hands. The bunker made the decision not to send him to the bin. I think G had the same view as everyone watching first up and the callers. That's a reflex, and it was. A, but once everyone saw the first replay, it's now up to the bunker to decide. Yes, we're going to put him
1: on report, and it's it's. Severe enough for ten in the bin. So I completely the whole, blown the, the bunker. Whole, the whole idea or concept of dropping a referee is is farcical as well. Yeah, because he comes it, back two weeks later. No, but the, the but they're throwing him under the the worst, bus. exactly. The worst thing we do in rugby league is the is the continual bashing of referees by all and sundry in the in the media, and then instead of trying to protect him, and saying okay he made a mistake whatever in the press conference on Tuesday. Let him get back on the horse and referee another game. But they drop him. It's all in the media. But it's because of the media.
2: It's because of the media. Because they're worried about the media going after him and keeping their spot. He made a clang up. He's one of the best referees in the game, if not the best referee in the game. I'll tell you who the mistake was. Go and watch the footage again. There is the two ball boys for the Roosters and the touch judge. As soon as it happens, the two ball boys go, ah, up straight away. So if the two ball (laughs) boys saw it, the touch judge saw it.
0: Yep. But, But again, it comes down to the bunker. I agree with that. Okay, so my big
2: thing is Adam G should not be dropped. Oh yeah, well, we the all mistake. agree with that. Yeah. We
0: all agree, but he didn't make a mistake. Joe, you're saying he made a mistake, but don't drop him for it. I don't think he made a mistake. Well, he's missed it. He has made a mistake. He would say himself. He's but made he called a, a penalty straight. Up. It's not as yeah. if he missed it completely. Yeah. He said high tackle, yeah. and then while. Ravalawa was down, that's where the bunker takes over. Yeah. So that's where you and I disagree. James the Graham. moment it goes upstairs, that's it, it's James, on the bunker. James Graham,
2: who I'm loving more and more and more, he's commentary, he's not an outraged brigade person. He'd love a fair with that. No, because I, he's Graham. a straight shooter. I love people who are positive and if they get upset, there's a reason to be upset, Sam Newmanwald But but mate, he, he <laughs> is so good for the game. He's such a straight shooter, James Graham. And he made a very good point, he said, if Ravalawa stayed down
0: Yeah, oh, he's gone He's gone Gone! But to the credit of Ravalawa, he gets up Well, um, the, the mistake was he Well, a ga- proper gamesmanship would have been a trainer saying Getting the message mm. Sacrifice yourself for 15 minutes yeah. Go off HIA Did he go off HIA anyway? I can't remember Stay down We'll get this play. Man, there's a game to win Radley came off HIA, that was ridiculous, wasn't it? Lucky they um, they held on and won the game the tra- Anyway Because
2: this would be Actually, sorry, it wasn't the Radley, it was the Pong one when Paul went off the HI, oh, I missed that.
0: I missed that game. What over. the hell happened yeah, there? Yeah. What the hell happened there? Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the eight games coming up right after this. Your Majesty. Speak. The new pyramid? It fell over again.
1: And your same game, multi? Got up. You little ripper.
2: You're paying 15 bucks, wasn't it? Tics, baby. Make it look easy with Sportsbet Same Game Multi. Combine all your favourite markets in the one bet and get bigger odds. Same Game Multi from
0: Sportsbet. Alright, winning form is good form. Welcome back. Here we go. Uh, we start with the Broncos and the Sharks Thursday night. It's actually nice to have a normal round here where it's all done in three days, four days. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um... Broncos 3.75, Sharks twenty eight. this is at Suncorp, and the line um, is a juicy 10.5 here. Broncos 3 wins and 4 losses, but we then temper that with two of those wins are against Canterbury. Uh, one was against South, they're 2-2 two and two at Suncorp. Lot of tries, Sean Omrod,
1: they're scoring off-kicks. Cronulla, the big one for them, for Nuken back. Mm. Um, I thought Tamari Martin looked really good, mm. Broncos, in his in his return. Really good news story. Um, he has to be their number six, doesn't he? Yeah, like I, I saw enough in one game. He's at good th- at fullback. I, I don't mind him at fullback. Yeah, um, give me him at six. Who, who do you want at the back? Cobo, do you? Cobo, yeah. Or, or Tessin. I know Tessin is out injured, but I'd, I'd love to see Cobo just unleash just for a game at fullback so we can have a really good look at him. Um, but again, Martin was good at, at fullback, so that's, that's okay. Big start for the. I just want to go through the stats. Away favourites this year, they've only covered six from twenty-three. Oh wow! Yeah. Right. So it's it's, it's huge. Um, and this is another. We've got another double double-digit away favourite here. Sharks, very very good. We're all on them. We all think they're the real deal. But I don't know. Ten and a half. There's a little bit of money. It looks like for the Sharkies around the market. A few other places it Looks like they're starting to move their way. So I'm a little bit cautious. But yeah, big enough start for me to, to back the home side. Talakai versus Stags. Yes. What a mm. bet. Ba- w- yes. Go
2: on. Here we go. <laughs> 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 Mate, it's a beauty. It's, it's an absolute beauty. Um, what was the start, Sean? What about Ten this? this? Ten and a half. That's bang on. Uh, I, I, the Sharks are flying. Their last four games, their last four wins, they've won by an average margin of 20.
0: They're they're a good team. I'll go the Sharks. I think the second half fade out against Manly was a little bit of a wake-up call. I think they might put the cleaners through the Broncos here. Uh, Broncos, I just don't trust them yet. And I'm not sold on the Walters first 25 minutes. Corey Pakes, number 14. Uh, That that needs... We need to see a bit more of that. Uh, So uh, Cronulla for me. We go to Titans-Panthers, 6 o'clock on Friday night. My God, the Panthers. Wow. I think we have to acknowledge we are watching a team that could be end up 92 Broncos, 94 Raiders levels of greatness right in front of our very eyes. Don't know how long it can last for. I've never seen what we saw on sat on Sunday where Campbell were, were trying they were trying mm. and yet what did they have 4% territory in the second wow. half yeah. it was a total annihilation it's it's just the refusal to yield at any stage 18 and a half to start here penrose average margin that's about penrose average margin this year actually not 12 is their average score. Gold Coast, Joel, I'll let you go first here. Will Smith, the number six, so he's trying some things. Brimson at the back, that might release Brimson a bit, but um, they're a long way from it at the moment. Yeah, I like that. I
2: like Brimson going to full back. Uh, I will say this about the Panthers, at home, formidable force. Their three away games, they should have, well, they were under the pump against the Knights. Barnett gets sent off. The Dragons, they should have lost that game. And the Bulldogs, they did enough. So their three away games have been okay. Their home games are outstanding. They're almost unbeatable there. So big start, 18 and a half. I'm I'm going with the Titans.
1: Yeah, it takes a, I mean, we did this last year, struggling to get these quality favourites big enough, particularly on the road. But I, I tend to agree and you sort of teased it before, Dan, their their second halves they're just so relentless. Teams have been in games at a lot of these half times against Penrith. Six point ball games, eight point, eight point ball games rather, and they're covering. i break the hearts. Easily. Don't they? Easily. They just they're just so relentless. So it's, it's scary. And you might even want to look at something like a Titans first half line, something like that. I'm just leaning the way. Home side, big plus. Scary, oh, no, scary. Penrith for me. Dan, just on our ratings, so we do
2: our ratings and I compared my ratings to the book at Sportsbet and they were pretty close. There were two games where I was way off the mark by four or five. It was the Titans taking on the Panthers and it was the Storm taking on the Knights, which says the traders have said, nah, these two teams, are, there's been an adjustment yep. and they're way ahead of the pack. That's yep. what
0: they're saying. Yep. Yep. By the way, half-time leaders this year across the NRL, 83% so that, take that into your account for your halftime full-time doubles. That's a big number. Home teams 66%, 37 to 19, and the average margin is 14 this year. 18 last year. So it has come back a bit, but it's still 14. Um, we go to uh, Gosford, South Sydney Manly. It's a south home game, Central Coast Stadium. A couple of uh, big outs for South Tane Milne and Jacob Host don't sound like much, but they've been rock solid this year. In comes the, the kid Isaiah Tass, Saliva, Havili. Manly, a couple of big ins, Kepi and power but the big out, Oluquatu, Pasek out as well, so that's sort of, you know, two steps forward, two steps back, Andrew Davy out as well, Josh Schuster, 22, keep that in mind, Josh Schuster, 22, are they reading some of the things there, demanding to play 5-8, yeah. so yeah, that's, gear uh, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, uh, South only giving up three and a half, I'm surprised that line is so skinny, but they are three and four compared to
1: Manly's four and three. Yeah, huge out, Ola Kowato. That's probably just got me leaning the way of, of Bunnies here. I think we're going to see a little bit of a bounce back. And with that three and a half,
2: minus. Controlling the game, now. you've got Daly Cherry Evans versus the young Ilias. I do like South to cover as well, one to 12. The only 13-plus game they've had was when Jeremy Marshall King got
0: binned. So Oh, I, I reckon the good Pets, spotting. Then one to 12. Good spotting. Yeah, give me South. If it was four and a half, I'd really have a think about it. They've won five straight against Manly. Prelim final, smashed them 36 to 16, that was with Turbo. Um, Yeah, give me souse. We go to the match of the year, New Zealand Warriors versus Canberra (laughs) at Redcliffe. Um, This is very tight on the betting. In fact, this would be the tightest betting game by quite some distance. Minus one and a half, the Raiders. So the Warriors are coming off 70 to 10. Canberra have lost their last four And I think we have to take into consideration the workload that they will put through on Sunday. Six-day break. They've only scored six tries in their last four, but they're playing the creme brulee defence of the the (laughs) Warriors. This is a hard one, uh, Sean. Uh,
1: Warriors have lost DWZ, Curran and Penne. Yeah, I mean where do you start in this game? I'm not I'm not gonna spend too much time trying to solve it. I'm leaning the way of the of the Raiders purely on, on numbers, but you've got to take them with a lot of trust, and it's hard yeah. to do. Raiders for me too. Raiders have won the last four against the Warriors. Canberra have had the
0: worst draw in the comp so far. They've only played one that's team sitting thing. outside the eight, that's right. I wanna
1: i I'm gonna back them one more time against very beatable opposition. They've, they've been they've been in a lot of those games as well. Yes. I mean like last week was a was a good example at halftime. If they weren't trying they would have they would have conceded 70 yeah. like I've got it here Dan. So they've played the Sharks
2: who they beat. Yep. They've played the Cowboys twice that form stood up. Yeah. They've played the Storm and the Panthers so
0: it's been a rough ride. So you could argue the Cowboys not proven yet. The other sides certainly certainly Melbourne, yep. Penrith and Sharks look like they're the real deal. Um Right, so Canberra for me, Canberra, Canberra for you, and what about you, Shauna? Ah, uh, Canberra, please. All right, Canterbury Sydney Roosters, of course, Stadium on Saturday, five thirty game. Uh, Canterbury, they were brave, but ended up losing by twenty, one and six versus the Roosters, four and three. Boy, didn't the uh, Fox League team just rip them apart after the the coach, the fit. I don't know if you saw it, the fitness guy. Yeah. They launched into the fitness guy. So uh, clearly.
1: They, uh, they yeah, already, I, already I did. I did say that. Yeah, yeah. I actually was going to um, text our little WhatsApp group because I, I found it somewhat strange how the, they really went after him.
0: Well, I, I get the sense they were waiting. And then the fact that Canterbury faded out in the last 20 mm. um, just said, right, we're going to hit the go button on this. So obviously, Ennis has, Mick Ennis has been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, two really quick things
2: on this. So the West Tigers 2005 win the comp. 2003, late 2003 for the 2004 season, Tim Sheen signs three reserve graders from the Roosters. The Roosters were running amok back in those days. Those three reserve graders turn up and dominate in the fitness drills yeah. to the point where the Tigers go, we're way off the mark here. Robbie Farrow, when he went to South came back to the Tigers and he was flogging everyone and they thought, yep, we're so off the pace.
0: So fitness for a team, it, it is a major well, it factor. It has to be. Major factor. I'm stunned they didn't sign Jacob Carraz into their 30 man squad and keep him in the team. Am I an idiot? He yeah, was nah. he has to play in this game. He's not even in the 24. Yeah mm-hmm. you know he can't. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah he can't. But um what he's
2: he's a kid isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. a good player.
0: But you can sign. Is there 30 full
2: I, I would say so. Okay. Yeah, Gus would be all over it. I mean, they'd have their 30 signed. you therefore got to demote someone.
0: Oh, you know, most teams don't... They, they, they sign their 30th right to yeah, the death. one or two. So Canterbury might have, and I apologise, because they had to get special dispensation yeah, He'd be playing if they could.
1: Gus would have him in. Have to be. Yeah. Have to be. Uh, big start, Sean. 11 and a half Roosters. It is. Again, Roosters failed at the um, big start they were giving away last week. So that's none from four. They are now in double-digit favourite. I just don't know how... Anyone could possibly back them giving away so many points with how they're traveling. They're just not going that yeah. good. Bulldogs, is this a week they actually put 80 minutes together? They've done 45, 55, 60. Treating, haven't they? They've threatened, and then they just as soon as one little and I, this is what I don't like about backing them. But when one thing goes against them, it's like a house of cards, and it just all falls away. We saw it last week, and when you let the Broncos do that to you, then you've got big issues. But this just feels a little bit suitable. They're at um, a core, or ANZ, whatever it's called now. Can't be with the Roosters with how they're going. So no. that what looks for me.
0: Last I'm four here. games, Joel, they've lost by 20-20-20. Forty-four. Now, yes, one of those 20s, it was a sin bin that killed them, but still, they're big margins. Yeah, uh, one of my key indicators is run metres. Canterbury have
2: comfortably got the roosters covered there. So I'm with you, Shawnee. I like the, the Canterbury side. And rugby league love stories. Might be a little cheeky Kyle Flanagan story about this, taking on the rooster.
0: Oh, yes, indeed. You know something? He's not going that badly. He's not going that badly. He's, bad. He's not going that badly. Ugh. I'm sick of backing bad teams to cover big lines. <laughs> so I'm going to take the Roosters, but with Amen. zero confidence. <laughs> zero confidence. Now we go to Darwin for Saturday night football. Parramatta versus North Queensland. This now becomes a sneaky good game. Eels dollar thirty-five. They're very good Cowboys. Four and three. Are they four and three or five and two? They're five and two, aren't they? Uh, anyway, they're three dollars twenty-five. Uh, Parramatta have made a real home of this Marara Stadium. They're six and one there, um, and they're scoring thirty points a game. Four and three, Dan. Four and three. Okay, yeah. my apologies. They must have been blistering against the Knights. That was I only saw the score because I was getting ready for the late game. Um, but the, either the Knights were pathetic it says more, like and or more Parramatta
1: were electric. No, it says a lot more about Newcastle than it does about... Um, Schaff, no. Mitchell
0: Moses has polled. I know Dallium's not the be-all and end-all. He's polled in all but one game this year. so, so he's, he's A lot of ones good. and twos. He's playing very well. Um, Cowboys, the opposite of Raiders. They've only played one team currently in the top eight. So I think it's an inflated record, but good chance to atone. Nine and a half the line.
2: Where's that two-up coin? Oh, yeah. This is so hard. Um, what have I
1: said here? What did I say? What's my rating? <laughs> Sean Ormerod, you go while Joel gets his notes. Yeah, I, I still think, Then you're probably right, they haven't really beaten a lot, but you can only play what's in front of you. Oh, and,
0: there's one of the great rugby league cliches. And the one,
1: and the one thing that's most pleasing about it is the... Defensive record of them. So, yes, they're they're probably not beaten a lot, but they're not conceding a lot either, which is is great. And I probably got them wrong at the start. And I, th- I still think the market is still underrating them a touch. We got um, Jacob Arthur still finds his way into this Parramatta side, which I don't really love. Yeah. Some, well, that's strange. Very why you strange. Ne- why have you got nepotism written down? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that's what people say. It's an
1: easy target. Yeah, it is. It is. But I'm I'm with I'm with the Cowboys here, and I'm. Pretty confident. Oh, a confident Cowboys tip. What's the line, Sean? 9.5. Yeah,
2: I had it marked 11.5. My gut says to go with you, but I've got to be loyal to the numbers, Dan. Cowboys,
0: I deals uh, to cover. One of my most confidence tips of the year was when the Roosters went up there to the Cowboys and I said the Roosters are going to kill them, and they did because the Cowboys hadn't played anyone. They played one team, and they had their pants pulled down. Another regular cliche. <laughs> um, I'm going to take, not as confident though, I'm going to take Parramatta because I'm starting to respect the Cowboys more. I'm, I'm not quite at your levels of Peyton Love, but yep. you're going Parramatta, Parramatta, gone Parramatta, I've gone Parramatta, he's gone North Queensland. Let's go to Newcastle, Melbourne uh, at Hunter Stadium. God, we're, ba- we're, we're back in the dark days of Tinky Boy and... Nathan Brown and uh, 19 and a half. The Knights two wins, five losses. Gagai out, and they've lost their last five. And they're only sco- they're scoring less than 13 points a game. Melbourne have had 10 straight wins against Newcastle, and they've won their last five, five of their last six at this venue. 19 and a half.
2: Joel, if there's a day to be out, it's the day you're marking Justin Oldham. So. Gagai, you've missed a good one here. Not that he would shirk the task at all. By the way, before we get stuck into this game, you've got a new target I've deciphered. The old Raider hater here. Yeah. Now he's moved up to Western Sydney. (laughs) Last week, the Knights versus the Eels. Yeah, very confident. (laughs) This week, the Cowboys versus the Eels. Yeah, very confident. Uh, You're off Parramatta.
1: Yeah, I might be, actually. Yeah.
2: Hasn't really served me that well. My tip on this, by the way, uh, I've got the Knights, 17 and a
1: half. Where are we at, Sean? How could you, I mean, how could you possibly... Tip against the storm. That's wrong. I, I I can't. I'm almost willing just to throw this rating out now until they until they don't cover one. I'll go the Knights on the numbers, mm. but I hate it.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with the Storm. What what number would it take for you to back the Knights? Oh, Twenty-two
1: and a half. Twenty-four and a half,
0: maybe. Yeah. My problem for Newcastle is they can't score points, and they get to that average of thirteen. You only need the Storm to score
1: thirty-three. I'm comfortable. They'll score 33. Yeah. So give me. They were Melbourne. They were deplorable last week at home. That's why I really yeah. loved them last week at home. They did not did not fire a shot. Because you were looking at me there. No, no Loving no.
0: eyes there. Yeah, I yeah, going, no, you,
1: you were staring into nah, my soul.
2: Boys, boys. I didn't factor in the gag eye absence enough. Oh, hang on. Uh, and you've oh. sold it to me. I've got to come with you. I'll join the join ride. I mean, what's not to no. love? Just about sharing the storm. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's you right. can't really. Yeah, that's right. There you there right. So
0: George LaWara West Tigers win stadium. The Tigers have made this a bit of a home, haven't they? Last couple of years they've won at win. Uh in fact, they've won their last three, but one was 08, so forget that. But they've won their last four overall against St. George Illawarra. Dane Laurie, though, is out. You like Stafford To. Jaden sewer out for the Dragons. Tyrell Fui in. Uh four and a half. I don't like that line, Sean. That's a bugger of a line you put up, uh,
1: that's really tricky. So, Dragons, Tigers four and a half. Now, yeah, this one I do need the coins for. Um, this is very, very tricky. We're going to see a big shake-up in the Dragons team that's been named because Jack Bird's not going to play either. Oh, He's yes, that's right. So, down. Amon will
0: go to 5-8. Yeah. He was um, good on... Uh, he was very good. He was outstanding very on good. on uh, Monday.
2: Uh, Su- Suli will be in big doubt. Suli what was well. wrong with him? Oh, he was, I he saw, saw him at the end of the
1: round. game. He was hobbling big time. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was struggling all game. Um, yeah, just the, the way the Tigers are playing, you, you can't beat playing with some confidence. I don't, don't really like it on the road, but 4.5 start, I'm okay to back that with a, a hugely changed Dragon side um, from Monday. From the winner of this is three in a row.
2: Hook or Madge is about to go three in a row, so this is outstanding. Just on a quick form line, a fortnight form line, the Tigers have beat the Rabbitohs and the Eels, yep. the Dragons have beat the Roosters and the Knights. Tigers beat the Rabbitohs who pump the Roosters. Oh, tigers beat the Eels who pump Snakes the Knights. No, well the loose form line is lost certainly me. the Tigers way. You <laughs> lost me. Simplify <laughs> your life, Brian would say.
0: I have a theory, I don't, and it's probably going to fail me here. The Tigers have done the, this with sheer effort and desire, and I don't know how long you can keep that going for. Where do you think the Dragons have done it? I think they've had a bit more skill. Really? I think so. I think. I think Ben Hunt is playing almost career best.
2: Toss-up. I'm going Dragons. Yeah, and you called the game. I'll tell you who was good, and credit where it's due. Aaron Woods with those
0: offloads. Jeez, that helped the game for the Dragons. Yeah. All right, it's time for Best Bets. Uh, I think we're due. I think
1: we're very due. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, Sean Ormeron, you can kick us off. Yep. Bulldogs against the Roosters. Oh. Bulldogs back to... Why uh, do we
0: keep putting bad teams in our, in our Best Bets, well, gentlemen? I'll tell Are we you ever going to learn?
1: No, I'll tell you why, because... Now, I'm not saying the Roosters are a bad side, but I don't think they should be, they're just not They're not in a universe where they should be giving up um, and half points to, to really anyone. So uh, Bulldogs, for me, they've, they've put, I know that their last three weeks have been 20-point losses, as you highlighted before, but they've been really, really close in those games for an hour. This is the week they put together 80 at home. Big Bulldogs crowd there. It's got a lot to love about it. Give me the doggies. Uh, I was going to go all things Tigers. Tigers win, 1 to
2: win 1-12, to take the line or whatever the case may be, but Harry Grant has scored in four of his last five when starting at hooker. Three in a row. Brandon Smith got to five in a row last year. He's just hunting for tries and I love a try scorer. I don't like to take a try scorer as my best
0: bet, but I do love Harry to score a try. In this. Okay. All right. Very good. And I'm, I've gone the same. In fact, I've, I'm threading a smaller needle here. Uh, this is not necessarily because Talakai, well, it is, but uh, is in the form of his life. But Brisbane, defensively weak on that side. They've conceded 18 tries, which might be the worst in the NRL. Well, the Warriors might have that covered now, but um, I didn't look at that, but it's close. So I think Talakai Mulatalo, that left side, Brisbane's right side, anytime try scorer, uh, it's gone down to three dollars okay so obviously there are, people are awake to that uh idea because it was uh, a little more yesterday but i think three dollars that's a good juicy little bit of value and it just pumps up our multi nicely what do you get for harry grant about oh, 375. well yeah, wow, this could be the week eh? this is the week we want it to happen this is the week. well that's it gentlemen thank you very much for uh watching and uh, uh good luck with all your bets we We don't want you to lose because as Sam Newman says, we wouldn't want want that to happen to anybody. (laughs) Goodbye.
2: And don't forget, take a sec before you bet, set up a deposit limit. That's the best tip we can give you. Gamble responsibly. And for those on the podcast, you can also catch us on YouTube.